Hello, everyone, and welcome to Adaptivist Live, the Atlassian ecosystem podcast. If you're listening now, you obviously know how to find us, but maybe we could make it easier for you, huh? So find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, BeyondPod, anywhere that quality podcasts can be found. Really, also, you can head over to adaptivist.com slash live. And if you want to let us know what you think, we're dying to hear it. So email us at learn at adaptivist.com or go to adaptivist.com slash live slash survey. And so today, our subject is testing, specifically software quality assurance. We're joined today by the founders of Kanoa, which has now been rechristened to Adaptivist Test Management for JIRA. So welcome to Cristiano Caetano. Hello, how are you doing? That's great to talk to you guys. Thank you. And also, Vitor Paliza. Hey, Ryan. Thanks. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Wonderful. Thank you both for being here. And the man who fails tests, so you don't have to, Matthew Stubblefield. As always, a pleasure, Ryan. Good to have you, Matthew. So we begin, as is our tradition, with the Thunderbolt round. And today's Thunderbolt round, we're going to take just a minute to talk about the hardest test you ever had to deal with, be it software debugging, test in school. Let's just keep it wide open. And as is tradition, I go first. So the hardest test I ever had to deal with, um, man, I'm going to say it was the beta of the Confluence certification exam. Uh, There was so much to read and so much to process and so many questions to get done that it just, it rocked my face off. And I had been preparing for weeks. So uh, I was nervous too. I can't help but feel like I should apologize for that, Ryan. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. I think that the test, the nerves of the test got me. Like, and I was sitting there reading going, oh, I know this, but I go, so that one was really tough. Um, But but I made it through. I done done it. So the the Confluence test exam, uh, the Confluence beta was would be my hardest test, and also my most recent one. Cristiano, what about you? Um, I would say testing of embedded systems. It requires automated and manual testing, precise timing, and integration of hardware and software. You know, it's never easy. Um, outside the software field. I think the driver's license testing was hard. (laughs) I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a terrible driver, so it was quite challenging for me. (laughs) I can't say that. Nice. Thanks, Cristiano. What about you, Vitor? Well, I think integration testing is the hardest one since we had to focus mainly on interface, flow of data, and information between modules. And on top of that, the environment setup is always tricky and time consuming. So it's something really difficult to do. And well, anyway, outside the software field, I believe breathalyzer testing is really hard. <laughs> yeah, that's the one you never want a positive result. So my <laughs> advice is if you drive, never drink. How do you how do you even prepare for a breathalyzer? Oh man, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> You might win the Thunderbolt round. We've never had a winner, but I'm going to declare you the winner for that one. Matthew, what's the hardest test you ever took? (laughs) And listening to this, you can tell Ryan and I are not programmers. Our tests are like, what's the hardest test you've ever done? Oh, I had to do the school thing once. Um, 
<laughs> uh, mine, yeah, going back uh, school days, I studied religion in college, which is a lot of writing. Uh, most of our tests, we didn't actually have tests most classes, but I had one. Uh, and for those of you who, not just one test, I, but I had one particular class that did tests. Uh, if you're familiar with blue books, the, the books you take this to a college exam and you write in it, and that way it's, it's you know, prevents cheating and whatnot. I had one professor that said, bring two blue books for this exam. You're writing by hand. You have, I think we had an hour and 15 minutes. And I scribbled out, I don't remember, 18 pages of writing. Uh, just as And I didn't finish the exam. That didn't even complete it. Uh, it, was, it was horrendous. It was so hard. Uh, and I, I think I pulled one of the high grades in the class, like a C plus. Uh, so, so that's just like, that's a punishing, like you don't come out of that feeling good. There's no way to feel good about it. That wasn't an exam. It was an inquisition. Um, so guys, bringing it around to the software world, tell us what is testing and why is it something that we should be doing? Can we just know if something's good and just like works? Boom. Is it more complicated than that? Give us some insight. Uh, <laughs> testing is always more complicated than that, actually. Whether you have to test healthcare software or, you know, iFart for iPhone, you, you always need to execute some systematic testing to ensure, you know, the requirements are met and there are no outstanding bugs. Of course, the testing effort uh, will be prioritized based on the risks it presents to the business or to the customers. Yeah, I agree with that. And, well, I think that the impact of defects found in production are devastating. Sometimes you lose money, you got bad reviews, people die, anything can, can happen. It's that bad. It's severe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Think about an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> there is no shortcut. You need to focus on early defect detection and by planning and executing tasks throughout the develop, development cycle. Um, yeah, so the teams need to change the mindset and introduce proactive test management processes to catch bugs, requirement problems, and design issues early on when the errors are easier and less expensive to fix. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Actually, on top of that, the, the key challenge is we need to deliver high quality software on time and you know within budget. So meeting time to market and cost pressures are always pushing the testing team you know to the limit. So we need to test faster and smarter by mixing you know efficient and manual testing and automated testing to ensure that you have a good coverage level and prevent defects. As I said before, you know testing is always more complicated than, than that. Vito, you mentioned uh, testing requirements, which I have never heard of before. Uh, but how can we test that early to to catch something? Can you talk just a, a little bit about that? Um, yeah, sure. Well, um, think about agile methodologies. When we write a user story, which could be a requirement, for example, you have to think about testing that on that time, on that mm -hmm. time you are planning that user stories because the testing perspective will make you um, 
will help you to build a more complete requirement and you know what you have to do to consider that user story or that requirement done. So yeah, you have to okay. push that. And would you help the developer to make a better design, actually? Yeah, that's perfect for communication. So when you are writing your user story, as a user, I would like function X so that I can receive benefit Y. Um, are you... You should maybe also be thinking about how you can test benefit X or or feature X. You you want to think about how you can test that right off the bat. Yeah, sure, sure. Imagine that you want to reach some goal with your requirement. So how do you how are you sure that goal will be achieved with that requirement? So what do you have to validate to consider that requirement done? So you can just start writing on tests at that time. That's fascinating to me uh, because it's, I, I have written user stories, but again, not without a background in software development. Those aren't things I would necessarily think of. And I think a lot of, you know, a lot of our, our listeners who are business users or whatnot, they're being introduced to agile methodology. Thinking about testing at the very beginning is probably going to be really helpful for them. So you guys have been writing software for a while. What did you use to manage your tests? Uh, you know, what, what were you using before you had some of the, the tools you work with now? And how did that work for you? What sort of challenges did you run into? Yeah, that's a real challenge. And, well, most of the time I've been using Excel spreadsheets, Word documents for, for manual testing. And, of course, other tools for automating tests. But pretty much Excel spreadsheets when we are talking about manual testing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I used to use commercial or open source test management tools, but you know, those tools are legacy, slow, and have you know, bad usability most of the time. Uh, also, you know, new features and bug fixes used to take ages to be released. So, on top of that, commercial tools are quite expensive. Yeah, yeah. And just to name a few challenges of managing tests, I would say, um, well, challenges that were not met by, by those kind of tools. Let's say lack of traceability between test cases, requirements, and bugs. So it's difficult to know which tests you have to execute when you change some requirement or when you add a new feature. Um, poor features to support test planning and estimating the testing effort. Um, reporting, yeah, reporting is always a hot topic. And the lack of reports to tracking testing progress and quality goals is always a, a challenge that we can met with these traditional tools. Um, I would say lack of APIs to integrate tightly to external automating testing tools and our features to reuse test cases, reuse test steps across testing projects, across regression cycles. So imagine how would it be possible to do this kind of things by using spreadsheets. So, you know, it's really impossible, maybe. Sounds like, yeah. quote, quote, fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I would say that on top of that, 
most of the time, those tools have no or poor integration with Jira. Mm-hmm. The first time I, I had to do anything with testing, I was working with a client as a consultant. And they said, we need to QA our Jira configuration. Can you write some test cases for us? And I went, I have... I know Jira well, but I don't have any background in QA. I don't know what to do with this. And they're like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. You know the tool. Uh, here's, you know, here's a spreadsheet template. Write this into Excel and it will go into our legacy, you know, I, I won't name names of the application. It has four letters. Uh, two of them are quality control. Uh, but just put this in a spreadsheet. We'll load it in and we'll do some testing. And I went, blah, blah, blah. okay. Uh, it went fine. But I thought it was funny going like, we're going to use this legacy tool, the spreadsheet to work with our other legacy tool that nobody else has visibility to in the organization. And we'll just hope for the best. Yeah. So you guys experienced these challenges. You looked at the at the tool set that was available and you said, you know what? Nah. And thus adaptivist test management for Jira was born, right? So how did you do it differently? What did you want to bring in that would fix these problems? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, we've been providing consulting services, you know, to maximize the value of, you know, their investment in Jira tools over, you know, the last 10 years. But on the testing space, we never found a complete, you know, test management solution, you know, seamless integrated into Jira and that met that challenges. And we decided to build ourselves adaptive attachment to bridge that specific gap. Yeah, actually, we've been trying to, to use some tools integrated with Jira in our consulting services. And I would say that was our inspiration to, to build a better tool. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So our focus is basically to provide enterprise-grade test management features on top of Jira. A tidally integrated with a modern, flexible user interface. We discuss about UX every day, so that's a really important thing for us. And in addition to that, we designed adaptivist test management from ground up to manage, organize, and report all testing efforts right inside Jira in order to foster collaboration and visibility among test team members. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, from a DNA perspective, uh, since the beginning, our goal was to listen to the users' feedback in order, you know, to drive and shape our roadmap. So we are very customer-driven. And, of course, we are doing our best to provide fast and friendly customer care and support. So people, you know, you can take a look on, on the ratings of the product on the marketplace. So people love us. How, how could they not love you guys? Of course they yeah. do. <laughs> All right. So what is the number one top of your mind, best practice and single most important tip the two of you would share with our listeners about testing? Um, I would say track meaningful quality metrics, you know, in order to help you understand the big picture and drive the test planning based on actual data, not on, you know, gut feeling. Yes, I've been doing working with Agile uh, for a while, so it wouldn't be different than testing earlier earlier in the development cycle and often. So 
you need to introduce a shift left minded mindset in your company in order to ensure the testing is performed earlier in the life cycle. And so you can prevent that defect that happens in production that costs much higher, much more to, to fix. And so that's where the cost of quality is lower. Well, guys, thank you so much for the insight into testing today. We want to let our listeners know that if you have a suggestion for what you'd like to hear us talk about on a future podcast, please make sure you send that suggestion to learn at adaptivist.com and visit our site at adaptivist.com slash live. If you want to join up with a team of internationally awesome Atlassian experts, visit joinadaptivist.com. And we're also going to be in Barcelona at Euro Summit in just a little while. So be sure to drop by the Adaptivist booth to meet Cristiano and Vitor. And you'll also find Matthew and I wandering around the show floor. We're going to be recording daily at Euro Summit. So if you have an idea and want to be on a future podcast, track us down and let's have a chat. Once again, thank you so much to Cristiano and Vitor and Matthew, of course. Cheers, everyone. Join us again next time on Adaptivist Live. too early in brazil for a drink but uh, you know if you have your matcha or your coffee <laughs> actually it's lunch time so you can drink some beer 